Welcome, and thanks for listening to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include 2022 FHA loan limits and three news items currently moving mortgage rates. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Locked In, the largest privately held global insurance broker, which focuses on property and casualty insurance and employee benefits insurance programs. Locked In has a specialized lender services group focused on quantifying and analyzing specific insurance needs to adequately minimize regulatory and balance sheet risks. They have a keen focus on firms within the mortgage banking arena specializing in errors and emissions, or ENO, fidelity bond, DNO, and cyber liability. Locked In acts as an extension of your firm's risk management team by procuring insurance policies and seeing claims through from start to finish, like a data breach or ENO claim. Lenders are focused on December and 2022. Along those lines, MBA's chief economist Mike Frattentoni will be presenting a forecast today for next year. Of immediate concern are year-end closings. This is the day of the year when a 30-day rate log doesn't quite match its name, given the upcoming holidays. There's no forecasting or estimating 2022's conforming loan limits. They're a sure thing. Fannie and Freddie officially set the level at 647200 for 2022, per the Federal Housing Finance Agency. It's a jump of nearly $100,000 from this year and a leapfrog over what some investors and mortgage insurance companies have been marketing for nearly three months. The conforming loan limit will rise in all but four U.S. counties. For most of the U.S., the 2022 conforming loan limit for one-unit properties will be 647200 that increase of 98950 or 18.5% that I mentioned. While well, 95% of U.S. counties will be subject to the new baseline limit of 647200 nearly 100 counties will have conforming loan limits approaching $1 million. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest employment opportunities, broker and lender products and services, and investor changes to those FHFA loan limits, visit robchrisman.com. Yesterday's bond market action was influenced by three factors. Continued dissemination of the new COVID variant's effects on growth prospects, Fed Chairman Powell's remarks during his congressional testimony, and several important economic releases. Powell said during his congressional testimony that the word transitory should no longer be used when describing inflation, which is a departure from the message he has been peddling for months. He added that the central bank may bring forward the planned end of asset purchases by a few months, and that an acceleration of the taper will be discussed at the next policy meeting on December 14th and 15th. Rates rose after his testimony. The conference board's Consumer Confidence Index dropped below expectations in November to the lowest reading since February of 2021. October's figure was also revised downward, largely due to concerns about rising prices and the Delta variant. The Omicron variant was not part of that equation for the November report, so it is likely that consumer confidence will continue to skew downward. Separately, the Chicago PMI fell well below expectations in November. And finally, the FHFA housing price index rose 0.9% in September after increasing 1.0% in August. The S&P Case-Shiller home price index rose 19.1% in September after increasing a revised 19.6% in August, which signifies home price growth is moderating ever so slightly. Weekly mortgage applications from the MBA led off today's calendar. Applications decreased 7.2% from one week earlier, including an adjustment for the Thanksgiving holiday. The results were expected to be noisy despite the adjustment for the holiday, given the volatility in yields that saw 30-year mortgage rates 
and mixed. We've also received ADP employment for November up 534,000, close to expectations. Later this morning brings the final November market manufacturing PMI, ISM manufacturing PMI for November, and construction spending for October. Today is also packed with Fed speakers. Alanis Bostich, Chairman Powell, Fed Governor Corals, San Francisco's Daily, and Richmond's Bargain, in addition to the release of the latest beige book in the afternoon. The desk will purchase up to $5.3 billion at 30-year 2% and 2.5% in MBS. The day's treasury buyback sees the desk purchasing up to $5.3 billion of 4.5-year to 7-year coupons. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse an eighth to a quarter and the 10-year yielding 1.48 after closing yesterday at 1.44%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A man walks into a grocery store. He says, I want a half pound of lox. I want some cream cheese. And he stops and says, all your shelves are filled with boxes of salt. Do you sell a lot of salt? And the grocery man says, me? If I sell a box of salt a week, it's a miracle. I don't sell a lot of salt. But the guy that sells me salt, boy, he can sell salt. If you're looking for proactive guidance and unique strategies to stay compliant while also reducing your firm's total cost of risk related to insurance, please contact LockedIn's Lender Services Group at lenderservices at lockedin.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the Daily Mortgage News Commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.